Hello, darlings, and welcome to Digimon Ghost Gaze. This is a podcast about Digimon Ghost Game, where we're just going on an adventure in the world of books, not like literally within the world of fiction. We're 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 at a library today. I'm Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. And I'm Elvie. My pronouns are she, they. I actually had to think about it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a that's a non-binary mood. Just being like, "What the fuck are my pronouns again? Who am I?" <laughs> um, yeah, no Morgan. Unfortunately, today they are dealing with a weather-related incident and couldn't couldn't be couldn't be with us right now. But things should be back to normal next week. Thoughts and prayers. Indeed. So we start off the episode. Heroes, hero, be kind of astral project projecting a little bit, huh? Yeah. Dream. Is it a dream sequence? Is he hallucinating? Or things happening? Who could possibly say? But we do get some like very funky shots of just like. Um, sort of cut cuts between a hero's face, and you know that 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 sort of sounds confusing at first because his face stays the f same in the frame, but the lighting shows up on different sides of his face, and we eventually realize because that's because we see hero floating above his own body, so so. It was sort of cutting between those two heroes, and you know that that's that's probably fine. It's probably n not anything. It's one hell of a cold open, and I'm still not sure if it was relevant to the plot of this episode or if it has a bigger thing. Yeah, I'm not sure if this was like this has anything to do with Clockmon or Hero just astrally projects for unrelated reasons. You know when you just astrally project for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like in like in Ghost Hound. If 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 anyone else has ever seen that anime. I haven't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um my 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 notes are a little okay, a little more chaotic than usual this week. I did instead of watching the episode at a normal and coherent time like like a like a good host, I watched it this morning after I got home from work, so I was a little a little scatterbrained. I also watched it this morning, but when I woke up because my Sunday ritual is Watching Digimon Ghost Game <laughs> and take notes. It's really good to me. It is fun to have, like, a little weekly thing to look forward to. It's good. Um, I did note that Hiro is looking especially uh, Toriyama-esque in, in these early shots. Something about his, like, eyes and face shape are, like, sort of made me go, huh, that's a Dragon Ball in in a way that I don't usually do. He was drawn a little bit different to make him look tired. Yeah. It, I did not... Did, um, I think at this point we get the title of the episode, which is rap time. We really need <laughs> to start mentioning the, the episode titles. <laughs> we get our first hint at Clockmon, because Hero's Clock's weird 
that's all we know at this point. That he looks at it and is like, hmm. Yeah. And then, is this when we cut to later in the day and, um, you know, um, what's his face? Nomura is complaining about they're off to buy some sort of collectible merch or something and, um, you know, Nomura is complaining that, uh, you know, Hero's half an hour late, and Hero's like, what? No, it's four o'clock, but it's 4.30, and the sun is already setting. Nomura and... would hate me. Yeah. I am never on time. <laughs> oh, same. Um, yeah, but, you know, the sun's setting at 4.30. Nice, great. Oh, I hate winter. Yeah, doesn't remind me at all of where we currently are in the year and how I only get to see the sun for, like, a couple hours. I've decided at this very moment that I hate it when series play into the actual time that you're watching it. <laughs> uh, I miss the sun. Uh, but we, 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 we still are getting those winter outfits right now. We are, oh, so. they're so good. Oh, yeah, that does make me happy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, every time I see Kiyoshiro's coat, I'm like, damn, that's a good coat. That's a good coat. I looked at my own winter coat today, and I realized that I unconsciously bought a very similar coat a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. Nice. So that, that's that's on Digimon, already wearing clothes inspired by it. <laughs> Getting a bit closer to actually making a cosplay. Uh, yeah, so also... um. You know, as we're seeing Hiro go about his day, we're seeing spooky eyes on the faces of clocks. It's really good. Y yeah, we're sort of seeing, like, the little little digital distortion markers, and then... Yeah, and then and then I sort of drifts a clock the clo across the clock in a spooky way. So, you know, then when Hiro gets back to the dorm... This time he's three hours late. Right before curfew, so you know that curfew is at 11. Which I think is pretty late. Yeah. For schoolboys. And you know who's upset with him? It's Kiyoshiro. It's the dorm leader telling him <laughs> to be more on time and not be three hours late. So Hiro is, of course, like... But I just got... What are you talking about? It's seven. I left before Nomura. He, he. Yeah. It's it's a very confusing bit. I really liked it. Yeah, the way it the way it sort of conveys these time cuts or yeah these time skips is is pretty good because like sort of the way similar to the way before where we were getting like ca camera cuts at Hero's face where like nothing in the frame changes but you can sort of tell that something is different. Um. You know, when we get some of these time cuts, it does the same thing, where just, like, you know, everything looks the same, but, oh, the lighting just changed a little bit, or, like, oh, something in frame just moved. It's kind of neat. I really liked going from, oh, there's something wrong with his clock, to, oh, there's something wrong with time. Yep, there's something wrong with his brain. Um, And if something's wrong, you have a meet-up with Ruli. That's what you do. Yeah. And then Angoramon turns into literally everyone's mother and says, maybe it's just stress. 
Yeah, no. Hero literally just decided not to sleep because he was getting paranoid about the time skips. Um, so oh, he's looking I thought, great. I thought the implication was that he stayed up till 12 and not staying up all night. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, 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 no, it definitely gave the implication that he did not sleep. That would explain the bangs on his eyes a bit more. Yeah. I would do the same. If I noticed time changing, I'd be too freaked out. No. What if you went to sleep and you woke up a hundred years later? What if you had a long white beard? Are you are you aware of the plot of Fire Emblem Treehouses? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. There's there's a character who fell as who was asleep for a very long time and at a certain point she has like the dialogue. I am afraid of closing my eyes and waking up, and everyone oh, no. I know will be gone again. It's like, ah, oh no! Yeah, that is kind. That is kind of fucked up to think about. <laughs> yeah. Also, at this point, it's uh, it's meant you know, Hero and Ruli are hanging out, and you know, at this point, it's mentioned that Kyoshiro's not around because Jellymon made him go do something. So. The implication there is definitely that Jellymon forced him to go on a date, right? That's the only way yeah. I can interpret it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm at this point just assuming that's yeah. what's going on. I'm on board. <laughs> um Yeah, so Angoramon says Hero's probably just stressed, you know? And then Ruli suggests, hey, what if we go to this library tomorrow? It's like a very chill library. And, you know, it's, it's cool to read there because, you know, they've, they've got lots of plants growing all around. And, um, yeah. And then Hiro mentions, yeah, okay. And, and also just sort of says something about, uh, solo camping. Just <laughs> yeah, sort of mentions that. Of oh, it's been a while since I've gone solo camping. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, does it in kind of like a non-sequitur-ish way, where it's like, you kind of just jumped topics abruptly, my dude. You, you Go get some sleep. Oh, that might be the implication. That he's not paying attention. It just very much felt like Ruli made a suggestion, and he's like, yeah, I should do that alone. Yeah. <laughs> very rude of him. Uh, yeah, so... The next day, they all go to the library. And they do all go. Gamamon is excited about uh, riding the train because it's shaped like a Canelli. He's got priorities, and I admire that. <laughs> um, Yoshi was there because Jellymon bullied him. Yep. Jellymon says, this library is super haunted, so of course I had to drag Kyoshiro here. Amazing. Truly amazing. I love Jellymon so much. Uh, me too. She she loves scaring this poor teenager. <laughs> oh, can't wait for some backstory on where she's there. I really hope we get to figure out why each Digimon is with their partner. Because I remember in the previous, like in Adventure... It's very much that the Digimon are like a representation of like they're the most important part about everyone's personality, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 
So the fact that Jellymon is a bully makes me think that maybe that's not what's going on in this one. <laughs> I think the way they're doing it is more similar to Tamers than Adventure, where, like, in Tamers, um, Takato is partnered with Gilmon because Gilmon is his OC, who he literally invented and accidentally brought into being. God, um, I have to watch that. Yeah, Gilmon is his OC, and it's very cute. Um, but, yeah, but the other partnerships just kind of happened, like, um... Terriermon came out of Jin Liang's video game, and yeah, Renamon just showed up for Rookie because she won a card tournament. So like, it's it's more like sort of chance encounters in 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 Tamers that sort of turn into friendships rather than anything like predestined or like uh intentionally arranged in in Digimon Adventure. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of the impression I'm getting from Ghost Game is it's like, you know, uh Gammon ended up with Hero because of dad shenanigans and Is his dad fucked the dinosaur, yeah? Yeah, no, that's what I meant by dad shenanigans. Um In case and, anyone was confused. Yeah, and I think the other two are just like sort of, you know, chance encounters these these two digimon just kind of happened to stumble across kids that they liked kiyoshi just had some bad luck yeah <laughs> because i think jellymon at this point says oh yeah i know all about the library because i love doing research yeah she said she said that she goes to the library all the time to do research on human culture which which i i which I interpreted to mean she's just reading trashy romance novels. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, that's really good. It would explain why she thinks this is a good relationship. <laughs> uh, For sure, no... Jellymon, she's never stop being a goblin. Jellymon, never, never go out of goblin mode. Never change. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're walking around the library, and Hero gets tinnitus and a migraine aura, and I say, "Me too, buddy." Yeah, it's off. Uh... I didn't like it. I, I, it's a good. It's a good bit. It really fits in the episode. It was just too real. Yeah. No. So his ear starts ringing in like a really intense way, and he's sort of like clutching his head, and then just like the screen goes all wobbly because he's having brain problems, and everyone is very concerned. And then it just kind of suddenly stops, and Hero's like. Good news, I'm okay now. <laughs> He's really casual about it. And I say, nobody, you're not. <laughs> this this boy would be bleeding out and be like, it's fine. I'll just yeah, put a band-aid no. on that. We we can definitely tell that he's, you know, sort of like putting on a, a brave face, even though his even though his senses just went all wacky and kind of incapacitated him for a bit but you know he's just like 
He doesn't want to make trouble for anyone. He's a little independent guy with no parents. He can make it on his own. And he's better now. The ringing's gone. So definitely won't happen again. This is nothing to worry about. It's too relatable. It is way too relatable. Yep. Uh, anyway, they uh, they get attacked by uh, by a tower of books. A random girl gets attacked by a tower of books, and they run into the tower of books, mm-hmm. which then crashes down on them. I don't know, um, Emery, if you've ever been um, covered by a pile of books because you were too. Say that I have. Sometimes I get too. Um, not optimistic, ambitious about how many books I can carry in my two tiny arms. Uh, and this has happened to me a couple of times. And books are heavy. Books are also sharp. So this must have been a very painful experience. <laughs> yeah, no, really, really under the books is just like, why are these so hard? And yeah, dude, they're... They're hardcover books. These are lethal weapons. Yeah, why, why don't they have more soft covers? Exactly, yeah. But this, this is not this is not antony- antagonistic. I'm going to give up on that word immediately. These are not enemy <laughs> books. You got close, yeah. Um so yeah, it, you know, the way the way it played out, uh, you know, it seemed like, "Oh no, scary tower of books." And then um and then it, it it and then you know after the after the commercial break it literally turns out to be the thing you said there was just a digimon who was carrying too many books also very relate this was a very relatable episode for me who has worked at a library once upon a time so we meet a couple of nerds are they're amazing gotomon and bakumon did i write that down correctly Okay, no, they they deliberately engineered this to make us fuck up, because the two Digimon are named Bokomon and Bakumon, and we won't get it wrong a single time. We're gonna do it perfectly. You... yeah, definitely. No, good thing they didn't also throw Bakemon in there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I'm just gonna call them G and B. How about that? <laughs> oh, that doesn't uh, yes. solve my problem completely. But it's good enough. So, yeah, it was it was Bakuman who was carrying the books, and he he's just like sorry, and um, and then so the the two of them sort of introduce themselves. They're nerds, um. You know, Gammon, you know, is is pleased to meet them and is just sort of like, "Hi, I'm Gammon." And and Bokomon says something interesting, which is that you know, he says, "I've never seen you before," and I wonder if that means like, "Oh, he's never met this individual Digimon," or he's never seen the Gammon species before. Very, very good to think about. Because I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain that Gammon is gonna be some freaky, weird Digimon. Yeah, no, he's got a human dad, of course. Yeah. Of course, he's not. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. <laughs> true. I did like that. Um, oh, I, I already forgot the name. Gadamon. 
said. Yeah, Black Tailman. No, the, one of the scholars. The one who has legs. Bokoman. <laughs> Bokoman said that he liked Gamamon's spirit. And I thought that was adorable because I also yeah. saw Gamamon for two seconds and said, I like that boy's spirit. Yeah, he's it's a good spirit. Good spirit on that boy. And then we finally get some information. Yeah, so yes, we learn that uh, Bokomon is a scholar, in fact, and knows a lot of things about the digital world, and Hiro is like, fucking finally, someone who can answer the first single question I have about all this Digimon shit going on. They recorded! Ruli and Hiro are phones out recording the conversation. Yeah. For once, Kiyoshiro is not on his phone. Um, it, it 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 really is to a to a parallel from it is a par it is a parallel to Go Kart episode where he was on his phone. You know, he was on his damn phone while the other kids were go karting. He's in his reveling phase, and he always has to do something different. Exactly. <laughs> Look at this little rebel boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Pokemon is explaining the four different stages of Digimon appearing in the digital world, and we get, you know, sort of uh, uh, an explanation of, like, how Digimon become visible and interact with the world in ways that we've seen previously. So, like, we get stage one, which is just, like, invisible and intangible, uh, stage two, which is invisible to, you know, invisible, but, you know, can interact with objects. Stage three, which is the hologram ghost stage, where they have the hologram appearance and can interact with humans, um, but can also, like, sort of choose whether or not to interact with objects, like they can phase through walls. Uh, and then stage four is full materialization, where they're fully visible and tangible. Um, I think it's also important to note that in whatever stage they are, other Digimon always are able to see them and touch them. Exactly. And we see this demonstrated by invisible Pokemon petting Gamamon on the head, which is cute. It's adorable. And also, you know, when he's talking about, like, stage two and three Digimon being able to go through walls, Jellymon is like, whatever, I can go through walls right now. Aren't I so cool? Tell me how cool I am. It's because he says that you need good control of emotions uh, or yeah. something like that. Because in the digital world, everything's data, data, everything's data. And in the human world, it's all about feelings and emotions. And Jellymon's standing right there being, I am just the most emotionally stable Digimon you'll ever meet. <laughs> exactly. She's, she's sto she is so stable. I, you know, you could hang out all day with Jellymon and she wouldn't be, and she wouldn't be twisted even once. This girl would never be twisted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I thought it was cool. The emotions thing, I I thought it was really well done. And it sort of explained why other Digimon would be attacking. Because they're trying to get to that materialization phase. Because if they don't know emotions and feelings the way we do, and it's something new, anger is an easy one. So mm-hmm. I get it. I thought it was I thought it was cool. Yeah, and you can sort of see how, like, this information that, like, just your sort of emotional state dictates, like, your materialization phase, uh, how that might have, like, sort of translated into, like, what, uh, or, or how that might have been sort of corrupted into what, uh, what Drachmon said in episode two that just, like, you know, by tormenting enough humans, you can eventually materialize, um, you know, because, you know, Pokemon sort of explained that, like, you know, yeah, Digimon can get, like, a lot of emotional, yeah, Digimon can, can like, sometimes get a lot of enjoyment out of, uh, uh, tormenting a human. That's something that, 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 that gives you a response, um, Oh, there's no English word for that. Oh, I keep... Mm. There's a German word and there's a Dutch word for enjoying someone else's pain. English uh, really Schadenfreude? lacking. Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude, yeah. And it's Liedverwag yeah. in, in Dutch. Um, wow, that really says something about our language. <laughs> English needs a word like that as well. No, we, no, we, we definitely use Schadenfreude as a, as a loan word. No, that that's that's an that's a concept that we understand. <laughs> this is this this has been used enough. <laughs> so yeah, the Digimon that we're encountering are just going for Schadenfreude. Oh, my German is bad. Oh, I hated how I pronounced that. I mean, no, listen, I'm probably mine's probably worse. I'm just saying the fucked up Americanized version. It, it, I can't do this shit correctly in German, so we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get we also get the gate explanation, sort of, yeah. as in there is no explanation. All the Digimon just appeared here. Yeah, and Hiro says, uh, "You know, my my dad's in the di- the digital world." Um, do you know how that might have happened? And Pokemon is like, oh boy, kid, humans probably can't survive going through a digital gate. It turns out your dad probably is a... And Hero's like, oh, I wonder how he got there then. That's pretty strange. Yeah, he's like, rip your dad. <laughs> oh... Wait, but has Hero interacted with his dad? He has, right? Only only the hologram. Only the hologram, but it did give the implication that is that this wasn't the first time that his dad went to the digital world. I mm, I'd have to rewatch the episode. But we yeah, we're, we're gonna assume since this is a kids show and Definitely no one has died in this entire show, ever. No, not Definitely even, not, not last once. episode. Definitely not. That his dad is still alive. No parent has ever died in a Digimon series. 
I'll say it's something even stronger. No parent has ever died in any anime series. <laughs> no, not even once. That's an unknown concept. Full Metal Alchemist is is just a <laughs> show about two regular boys. <laughs> two two regular boys just living their life. One of them wears an armor. It's normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we get to the real reason why Ruli suggested the library. Gamamon says the thing that Ruli has been waiting to hear all day. You know, Gamamon sees that Hiro is just, like, totally invested in this lecture, so he, he turns to Ruli and says, Hey, Ruli, I'm hungry. <laughs> and Ruli, Ruli gets a fucking wicked anime smile and is like, Oh, you say you're hungry, do you? And, this, then, and then they then then they all go get ice cream. She planned this. This was her. This was her plan. She would just. She just wanted to get some sweets. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yep. She says that you know she had heard that there are some some good some good sweets places around the area, and that's why she really wanted to go to the library. And they're all eating Sundays. They all look fucking anime delicious, and Gamamon's got a chocolate sundae, and he's yelling about Champion. It was... It's very good. So good. Oh, it was such a wholesome scene. I'm glad they put that in there. But then yeah, Rumi's I... like, you know, Hero's, Hero looks fine. <laughs> she says he looks fine. I'm like, girl, did you did you forget that he fell on the floor... In extreme pain. Yeah, but it's no, fine. He'll no, he'll he'll definitely be fine. He'll definitely be fine. Um. So guess what? He he's not fine. Um. No. You know he he finishes up his lecture with Bokemon and Bakuman, and you know just walking alone in the hallway like you do. Uh, nothing bad has ever happened to these yeah, to these kids by walking alone in a hallway. Absolutely not. Nothing bad has ever happened when anyone has ever said we should split up to go get ice cream <laughs> and continue to learn facts. Um. So anyway, he gets a migraine again. Things go all fucked up. It goes all wibbly and wobbly which are also words that the translators used uh-huh and they're perfect for what was happening yeah things get all wiggly and clockmon is there he said guess what i'm i'm making you have the wiggles <laughs> um uh, because when you mess with someone's perception of time, it can also wreck their perception of space. So he's, he says, Einstein taught me that. I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah, this, this Digimon said, we're, we're also going to be teaching the kids some stuff. Time and yeah. space are related to each other. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm so educated. I'm glad we went to the library. Yeah. And it's like, this is Glockmon's revenge plot. Um, he says, I've been waiting for you to be alone this entire time. Um, and I just wanted to pause. I had to pause and gently whisper to my screen, Glockmon, 
Hero has been alone a couple of times since you've started messing with him. Gammon has not been awake this the entire time. So yeah, Hero is in pain. He's he's got the ringing in his ears again. He drops his phone and all the uh, all the way from all the way away from the Sunday place, Gammon seemingly notices this. I think um, it was supposed to imply that he feels that something is wrong with Hero. I felt like it implied that they could feel each other somehow. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 what I got as well, and that is definitely something that's been used previously in in Digimon. Is just like partners, like knowing when something is up. That's definitely a thing, you know, to call back to Tamers again that we got in that series. And then Hero does uh, the the brain genius move of going to the digital world. Because this alerts everyone that shit's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, there's plants now. Heroes in trouble." I like the plot twist that um, the first saving operation sort of thing comes not from Gamamon, but from our two nerds. Yeah. So Bakumon, it turns out, fires a beam of light. That uh, that cures Hero of his migraines. Wish that were me. Um, so yeah, it turns yeah. So so Pokemon explains that Bakumon's power can free anyone of curses. Hmm. I wonder if this will be relevant <laughs> later in the series, which is which has so many curses in it. I wonder. Um. So. Yeah, then Gamamon comes in, he he does the vibe check, and just headbutts Clockmon. Yeah, the vibes are off, they're bad. The vibes are bad. Um, and then the- Clockmon's like, oh damn, this is, this is the weird one from last time, I don't want to yeah. fight, I don't want to fight him. He specifically calls Gamamon a wild card, which, the second time I watched it, sort of made me think, like... Oh, does he know something about Gamamon's evolutions? Because, like, he chances it and still does the Chrono Breaker anyway, and, like, does the data stream thing that he did in episode one, and, like, gets the scary silhouette again. So, like, kind of what I want to know is, like, was he maybe expecting to get, like, a different version of that because we know Gamamon has different evolution. Maybe I'm like reading way too much into it, but maybe he was like, "No, I love the maybe idea." I'll get an- that Clockmon was like, "This this boy has had two evolutions that we've seen, and one that that we've sort of seen a silhouette of. I've got a one in three chance that it's the bad one." Two in three chances that it's not. Exactly, yeah. Specifically because he used the phrase wild card, I was like, oh, does is he rolling the dice here? Does he know about Gamamon's evolutions? Uh, but maybe, uh, once again, maybe I'm reading way too much into it. Um, I don't think we're gonna get it explained, because I feel like Glockmon's storyline sort of gets closed mm-hmm. in this episode. So I don't think he's coming back, but I also I feel like the way Gamamon is evolving is weird to all the Digimon. Yeah. So I true. genuinely assumed he was taking his two and three chances 
um, and that he was spying on them for an extended period of time. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm headcanning um, it. it. That's what I've decided. Yeah, so... Guess what, though? He rolled snake eyes because <laughs> he the, did. because the the dark-looking uh, uh, silhouette that we saw in in episode one is back, and uh, and it's still this this one still has the extremist bad vibes. Oh yeah, no, this one is looking all types of me of of mean and evil. And he reverses the Chrono Breaker attack on Clockmon, and then just, like, immediately goes away and Gammon turns back to normal. Um, and there's a cute little smile. Clockmon is dying now. Yeah, yeah. It is. He's, he's dying, and I wrote down, oh, he's dead. And then we get the little, say, save me, please. Yeah. No, this is like genuinely kind of a kind of a upsetting scene because we just see Clockmon aging super fast, like you know the the sort of mechanical parts of his body with like the clock face are all like rusting and deteriorating. At one point, his arm just fucking falls off. And yeah, and it, yeah, as he's like wailing for help, and it's like, oh boy, this is a lot. And the others are like, oh, can can he actually die? And it's like, oh yeah, nobody knows what's gonna happen if if this continues here in the human world. Yeah. So But Heroes, luckily for, for everyone, Heroes an agreeable boy. Yeah, Hero so Clock Month says, save me, please. And Hero says, sure. Hero is a good boy, it turns out. Hero does want to save this antagonistic, this antagonistic evil time man. So. <laughs> the, the, the way they choose to try to help is like the time tested method. The time tested method of just hitting it. Just beating the shit out of it. <laughs> you know, when your clock doesn't work and you just beat it up. Yeah. No, that's what we that's what you do every daylight savings time. You need to beat up your clock exactly one hour. You fight your clock, uh, and if you win, you get to go to the different time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so uh yeah, so we get the Betel Gammon evolution and a new special attack Sorblow. And for some reason, just hitting Clockmon over and over again uh, reverses the hands, um, and and causes the aging to reverse. So exactly. that's what happens. And in a big sort of like just go with it mood, uh, 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 Bokomon says, "Oh, keep hitting him. It's like CPR." And I'm like, <laughs> one. It's not like CPR, and two, that's not how CPR works. <laughs> I've been doing CPR wrong. I'm sorry for everyone. Oh, yeah, no. they, ha they had to have brainstormed this. Someone had to have the idea, like, oh, we need, we need an ending for this episode after we do, like, the whole time thing. And someone said, hey, hey, what, what if we beat him up some more? And that saves him. Yeah, exactly. He didn't get thrown out of the office. 
Listen, it's a Digimon series. You gotta solve some of your problems with violence. True. True. This is this is the episode with, with the lessons that we need to take with us out in the world. Space and time are related, and you should beat up your clocks. Exa- exactly, yeah. Uh, it works, that's the thing. Right? It works. It, it works. It definitely it, works. Is He's fine now. It works so well, they beat him so hard that Clockmon is now a good Digimon. Yeah. He's a good guy now, and he even materialized. Wow, everything worked out in the end. And it's all thanks to violence. <laughs> Thank you, violence. Thank you, violence. Um, yeah, so, you know, we we get the last scene, um... You know, Clockmon apologizes and says, you know, hey, there's if there's nice people like you around, then I guess I won't try stealing people's time anymore. I've I've acquired the power of empathy thanks to you thanks to your ass kicking. Um and yeah, so then um Bokomon says, Hey, since you're materialized now, you can't just go wandering around the human world. Why don't you hang out with me in the library and I'll teach you how to control your, you know, your materialization state and turn invisible again. And then the other Digimon are like, oh yeah, we want to learn that too. That might be a useful skill for later. And Jellymon, of course, says, I'm, I'm, I'll definitely learn it first. I'm definitely going to be the best at it. Please tell me how <laughs> cool I am. Oh, she's so competitive. Yeah. Love her. <laughs> More, not, not just competitive. She definitely wants people to, it, it, it goes she back needs to acknowledgement. Like, yeah, the, she, she's exactly. me whenever, I do something well, and then I post it on Twitter and see the likes come in. <laughs> no, exactly. She she wants the likes. She wants the positive affirmations. You know, going back to last episode, she she want she wants she want she's just telling everyone to praise her more. Yeah, and people should um, because I don't know if you've noticed this, but she is actually the best. Yeah, no, it's true. We should all praise. We should all be praising Jellymon because she's great. I love that Kirishiro still calls him Jellymon Sama. <laughs> oh, it's good. Ah, uh, um, yes. Bokum. Oh, I, the names. Worst names ever. <laughs> I I can't do it. Like I said, they deliberately did this to make it hard for recap podcasters. I tried to write it down, but I'm dyslectic, so it's never the same name. But the one who wears the researcher coat. Yeah, Pokemon. Um, Pokemon. Also, once again, in case we weren't aware of it yet, even though this has been said like every other episode, tells Gamamon, yo... Your evolution's kind of weird. Yeah, and he says, maybe the, you know, your evolutions are also related to emotions the way materialization is. Maybe it's, you know, the emotions of you and your partner coming together. And so he says, maybe the real evolution was friendship, was, was friendship the whole time. Yeah, that that's exactly what he says. 
I'm just, ah, oh, I'm so confused by it. Because does this mean that there are no Digimon evolutions? Hmm. Is everyone in their base form? I don't know the names of Digimon evolutions. Like, are there no champion Digimon? That doesn't make sense. Well, no, because I think, like, yeah, no, it, I forget when, but at some point we do get the explanation. Probably from Angoramon at some point, but we do get the the explanation that um uh that that Digimon evolve naturally over time, and that's what makes Gamamon's evolutions like unusual is that they happen suddenly and then he reverts back to his his base form. Oh right, yeah, yeah, he did say that. I completely forgot. Not doing great for a recap podcast. <laughs> I should listen to our own episodes again. <laughs> No, you're good. Um, so, oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention we do get the the line from Angoramon, although this time it does not close out the episode. But he does say his profound sounding thing of time continues to flow forever. It cannot be resisted. It cannot be touched. It cannot be eaten. This damn that's very profound. specific. Clockmon kind of was eating time though so I don't know what you're on about I I I don't get his wisdoms I don't get why they did that (laughs) I can only assume that they're like plays on famous phrases or that they're built in a certain grammatical way that makes it funny or makes it make sense in yeah. Japanese, because in English, it holds no it holds no meaning to me. <laughs> yeah, I, it's definitely one of those things where I feel like I'm I'm missing out uh, on on a bit of cultural context to extent to uh, understand like exactly like. It's said so weirdly that I am assuming it's like a poetic form. Mm, yeah, ex- yeah. But I, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, I kind of wondered if it was like a haiku at first, because just like, yeah, the the way it is phrased does seem kind of like specific and and poetic, but haiku is just like the only form of Japanese poetry that I know because I'm, I'm a basic white person. Uh, but yeah, it could be something like that. It could just be like, you know, plays on existing like proverbs or something like that i do not know no like i hate it when i don't know things i want to know but there's no (laughs) there's no way to know unless i go into japanese class yeah and show the last bit of an episode to my teacher who famously doesn't like anime despite the fact that she made us watch the demon slayer movie (laughs) trailer and then we all watched the movie obviously Nice. Um, I don't think she would help me. Speaking of not knowing things, we do close out the episode with Hero kind of going, huh, I wonder what that dark Digimon was. I wonder what, what evil lurks within my little, my little friend here. Yeah, Hero, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably nothing. I am 
very excited for the next episode though yeah we got, we, we're getting we're getting some gamer action next episode we get to see kiyoshiro be a fucking epic gamer and it's so good <laughs> oh i saw him smash some buttons in the preview and i was immediately sold oh mm -hmm. this it's gonna be so good it, it, you, it you already it saw it yeah oh it's I'm, a very good time. I'm excited for it. I'm going to try to contain myself, but I know that I'm going to look at the spoilers. <laughs> um, because I, I've i also started following the tag on Tumblr, so yeah. I will be getting spoilers there anyway. Yeah, no, there there are some, some spoilers for episode 10, that's for sure. But it's fine. I don't mind spoilers. They make me more excited to see <laughs> it. Fair enough. So... Yeah, I think we'll forego any segments this week because those are because you know we kind of want to save those for when we have our full number of hosts. So yeah. if there's nothing else, do we want to go straight to plugs? Yeah, sure. I actually have a plug this Ooh. this time. I guested on a podcast. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I am now going to try and say the name of the podcast. I'm not going to be able to do that. Oh, how many tans are it? Tan... It's a tan-tan podcast, but it's tan-tan-tan... <laughs> it's some, it's a, a certain amount of tan-tans. Yeah, um, but it, I is, don't, it I, is tin to tin 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 Oh, it's tin-tin! Oh. Sarah always pronounces it like tan, but... Yeah. I In... 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 in, in yeah, in... in in, like, Americanized versions, I've always heard it pronounced as tin, so who the heck knows? Okay. Thank you for actually knowing the name of the podcast that I guessed it on. Um, so I did that. I think it's going to come out, like, somewhere in January. Uh, I, I really hope so, because we said Happy New Year at the end of it. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and other than that, I am only findable on... Twitter, which is at Eruvidu. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I forget if you mentioned, that is a podcast where Sarah McCostumes and Janos... Uh, <laughs> say what's in it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, they t they talk about the Tintin comics. Um, One volume at a time, you I believe, yeah. Who are not aware is from the same country as I am. So that was fun. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good issue, um, <laughs> but but it was fun to talk to Janos and Sarah. Cool about it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I I subscribe to that podcast, so I'll definitely be listening when that comes out. Uh, yeah. Did you did you did you plug your Twitter or did I interrupt yeah. you? <laughs> I plugged my Twitter. That's all I've got. Cool. So. Um, I'm on for Affinity. My username is Space Robot. I'm doing art commissions there and posting the funny little drawings I do. I haven't posted anything a bit in in a bit because I'm like in the middle of like two or three drawing projects right now, and they're all taking me forever. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you can also contact Did I see me. A sketch of Jellymon. You in did this see project? a sketch of Jellymon. That's oh. that's. That's one of the things I'm working on. Oh, sorry um, for interrupting. I'm just <laughs> I want to see it. No, you're good. Yeah, no, I'll 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 definitely throw that up on the Discord once it's uh 
uh, I guess around the end of the month. Um, but yeah, also, I'm on a different podcast called Gonawil Hunting, and, you know, we're talking about Hunter Hunter, we're talking about the Chimera Antarch currently, I, those, you might not see those episodes for a while, because we've had trouble publishing and transferring files, but we'll, we'll get there eventually, I hope. Um, One day. Yeah, I hope you do get to listen to those episodes, because they're pretty wild. Togashi gets a little nutty with it in the Chimera Antarch. Kinda rockets back and forth between, like, you know, high-stakes emotional drama... And just like just just some clown shoes ass bullshit, and Togashi being being horny in funny ways. So much to look forward to. Chimera ants arc. It's about cannibal furries. What could possibly? <laughs> oh my god! What could possibly go wrong? Um, yeah. So that's me. You can find us, the podcast, on... We're on Twitter. On Twitter, but what's our handle? It is at DigiGhostGaze. And you can also find our Discord, previously mentioned, linked in the show notes. Why don't you head on over to Discord? It's, you know, we've got like 12 people there, but it's pretty fun. We're, we we talk about stuff and about Digimon and about furries and it's a it's a pretty neat place. Uh, so this is a noisespace.xyz podcast. They are our gracious hosts. Thank you to Matt GameCube. There are plenty of of other fun shows on the network. Um, we've mentioned quite a few of them. Um, yeah, got got any got anyone you'd like to shout out? Is 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 Wow Cool Robot on it? Yeah, it is. Wow Cool Wow Cool yeah. Robot. I was just listening to an episode right before we started recording. They're oh, yeah. they're doing my favorite Gundam series. Nice. Yeah, they're doing Gundam Wing right now. Hey, Morg was on the first season of that show. Remember that? They were. Yeah, they were. They were like the whole. They were like the whole entire co-host. That was pretty yeah. cool. That was a good the whole season. entire co-host. <laughs> so powerful that afterwards, um, Max always had to invite two co-hosts. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that's about all. Uh, so until next time, all you. Poltergeist, ghouls, and non-boonaries. Digimon is for the gays. Oh, I've, Digimon is for the gays. Did, listen, per, that was perfect. <laughs> no notes. It couldn't have been more perfect. I completely forgot. <laughs> Goodbye, darlings. Bye.